When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's so funny? Why, Friday Follies, of course, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. (laughs) The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Battery was originally released January 24th, 2018. Welcome to Bells in the Bad Free, and we're going to start things off today with a special guest. Uh, your name, please? My name is Percival Palindromic. <laughs> well, that's rather ironic, isn't it? No, it's Palindromic, P-A-L. No, 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 I mean that your name is Palindromic, but it isn't. Yes, it is. I can show you my driver's license no, if you like. Here it is. No, uh, that, that's not necessary. I'm just saying that, you know, if your name were Palindromic... That is my name. I mean, yeah. it's not spelled the same forward and backward. Of course it's not. Uh, how many people have their names... Spelled the same way forward and backwards. Well, those whose names would be palindromic. Well, nobody in my family has a name that's spelled forward and backwards the same, except for Bob. Yes, yeah, so Bob's name would be palindromic. Everybody in the family's name is palindromic. Yes, yes. Okay, let's just move along here. Uh, you're from uh, a podcast, is that correct? Yes, I am the reporter for that very popular podcast, Podcast Poop. I'm sorry? Podcast Poop. We have the poop on all the podcasts of the people that make them. Oh, so... So it's sort of a behind-the-scenes look at podcasters. Yes. Called Podcast Poop. Yes, because we get all the poop on the podcasters. You know that poop is palindromic. Is that an insult? Never mind. You contacted me because you wanted to ask me some questions. Is that correct? Yes, I wanted to get the poop on some podcasters. Could we use a different word? You don't like podcasters? No, it's the uh, whole... Never mind, just... Ask your questions. All righty. Uh, Mr. Bell, is it true that you've been married over 40 years and have six grandkids? Wait a minute. Well, wait. That's, first of all, that's rather personal information. It's what people want to know, Mr. Bell. It's a gossip rag. I have a hanky if you need it. I mean, your podcast, Podcast Poop, it's a gossip rag, isn't it? We give the listeners what they want. You give them gossip. That's what the listeners want. So tell me, Mr. Bell, is it true? Look, I am not going to confirm or deny any personal information you want to get from me, so there. Oh, Mark, that is true, then. I'm not going to sit here and give you personal information about myself. All right, let's move on to Clinton. Clinton? Clinton, who does the Comedy Forecast podcast. Oh, that Clinton, yes, but let me warn you, I am not going to give you any personal information on any other podcasters that I know. It's 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 just unethical. Is it true that he is an alien entity from another dimension who's part of a plot to overthrow the world? Yes. Yes, he is. I thought you weren't going to give me any personal information on it, Mr. Bell. Well, that particular information is pretty well known, so I figure it's not a problem. One more question about your podcast, Mr. Bell. Look, I told you I'm not going to give you any personal information about myself. I'm not asking about you, Mr. Bell. I'm asking about the character that's leaving your show. A character that's leaving my show? Word on the grapevine, Mr. Bell, is that one of your characters wants to leave the show, and he's taking steps to do that. What kind of steps? He's going to have himself killed off in the show. How's that? It happens all the time, Mr. Bell. A character in a popular show wants to leave that show, so they kill him off. Oh, not literally. You mean like 
in the context of the show itself. Yes, one of your characters is planning to create a plot line where he gets killed off so he can go off and do other stuff on other podcasts and such things like that. Well, who is it? That's what I'm here to ask you, Mr. Bell. Well, this is the first I've heard. One of my character? No, no, my characters are loyal to me. They, they, they wouldn't. Really? Well, Mr. Bell, when one of your characters kills himself off in the show, let me know so I can have you exclusive, okay? Uh, uh sure, sure, I'll, uh, I'll do that. Everybody else, go to the podcast, Pope, and listen to all the Pope on the podcast. Yeah, right, just go. Thank you. All righty, bye, Grandpa! I never confirmed that! Didn't deny it! Well, I guess I better look into this. I think Brad's in the office. Let me go out in the hallway here. Brad! Are you in the office anywhere? I'm in the break room, Mr. Bell. Uh, can you come see me, please? It may take me a few minutes, Mr. Bell. Why is that? I need to fix what I broke. <sighs> uh, okay, I'll just come to where you are. I'll just head down here, past Studio A, past Studio B, past the visitor's lounge, <laughs> past the barber shop, and into the break room. Brad? Brad? Don't appear to be in here. Brad? Yes, Mr. Bell! Where are you? I thought you were in the break room. I was, but it turns out my brakes are okay. I think it's my transmission now. What? Uh, anyway, I'll come around and see if I can meet you where you are. Okay! He must have gone around this way. I see, uh, past the Cowlet Corral, past the OK Corral, past the Not-So-OK Corral. Sorry. My bad. Into the auto shop. Can I help you, mister? When did we get an auto shop here in the Batfree? I've been here a couple of weeks. A uh, Mr. Motworth uh, ridded me. The this. space. Yeah, All right. Space. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Do you know which way you went? I think you went out toward the nursery. Oh, of course. Toward the, uh, we have a nursery? Hey, don't look at me. I just repair transmissions and brakes. All right. All right. I'll just head down the hall here, and uh, I think that's the nursery up ahead. Why in the world would we be growing plants here in the... Children! Oh, this is that kind of nursery. Children, children, go back to sleep. The bad mans did not mean to wake you up and give you all sorts of serious mental issues when you grow up. You don't have to slap my face when you're talking to the children. Oh, dear. Sorry. I'll just leave, then. Close the door gently! Sorry. Uh, Brad? Don't shout, Brad! Maybe he's in his office. Let me go down here. Oh, there's my cell phone. Let me get that. Hello. Mr. Bell, this is Brad. Hello, Brad. Brad Mottwine. Yeah, I got that, Brad. Uh, where are you? Where are you, Brad? I've been looking for you. Well, I thought you wanted me to meet you in the studio. So you're in the studio? No, I'm in the snack room. Then will you meet me in the studio? Oh, there's a good idea. Fine, I'll meet you there. Would you like a donut, Mr. Bell? No, thank you. They're not quite as ancient as usual. No, thank you. They got sprinkles. No, thank you. Oh, wait, those aren't sprinkles. Those are ants. Definitely no thank you. Good, though. Just meet me at the studio. What kept you, Mr. Bell? Brad, how did you get in here so fast? I took the Express. You mean the Express? No, the Express. Oh, you get a kick of caffeine out of that stuff. Uh-huh. Okay, anyway, I just wanted to talk to you about... Mr. Bell, I have some news. Some news, you say? I'm pretty sure that was me, yes. Yeah, I mean... Unless there's somebody else in here with some news. No, I don't think there's... Did you have some news, Mr. Bell? No. No, I don't. Then it must be me. Yes, so tell me your news, Brad. Mr. Bell... I think I'm going to buy the farm. 
I see. You're going to buy the farm, huh? Yes, Mr. Bell, I... I believe I am. And when is this supposed to happen, Brad? As soon as they accept my offer. Your offer? Yeah, to buy Jebediah Lee's farm down the road there. Oh, so you're actually buying a farm. Yeah, that was my original idea, but Mr. Bell, I don't know. I think I'm going to kick the bucket first. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I mean, with all those cows, he's got buckets everywhere. Buckets every... I could kick one and break my toe. Are you saying you're not planning on leaving the show? Oh, no, no, no. I just want to branch out in agri-law. Agri-law? I love saying that. Agri-law. Uh-huh. Agri-law could be my shangri-law. But you'd still stay on the show. Yes, yes, I'll stay on the show until I bite the dust. <laughs> Meaning... I may trip over a bucket and land face first in the dirt and ruin my suit. Okay. Not to mention getting a mouthful of all that dust and dirt and all that other yicky stuff that's on the ground at farms. Yeah, well... Of course, I could take a dirt nap. Look, if you think farms are so icky, why are you... Agri-law, Mr. Bell. Right. Agri-law. Yes. Agri-law. Uh-huh. Agri-law. Well, obviously, it's not you. I'm not me? No, it's not you that's planning to leave. Mr. Bell, I never leave you. Even if I were sleeping with the fishes. Sleeping with the... They don't snore, do they? Um... That'd be kind of... Wouldn't it? Okay, Brad, get back to whatever you were doing. Agrilaw! Yeah, fine. I need to go talk to Arnie. Agrilaw in Arkansas. I'll him and haw with a chihuahua in the raw, except for a Mackinac made in Wichita. Maybe he's in his lab. Let me check. Now, there's a note on the door. Dear Mr. Bell, if you need me, I am in the med... med, He writes very much like he talks. Med something room. Okay, let's walk down the hall here. First, I'll check the medication room. Take one of these every 12 hours. Will that get rid of my cold? I don't know. Who knows? It might. Okay, thank you. Wait just a second. By law, I have to read you the possible side effects. Side effects? Side effects may include dizziness, shortness of breath, longness of tongue, tingling in your toes, loss of hair, loss of memory, loss of friends, bad breath, runny nose, nosy neighbors, neuritis, neuralgia, coughing, sneezing, blurry vision, nearsightedness, farsightedness, nosightedness, robocalls, near death, death, wishing for death, an appreciation for reality TV, a tendency to say what? What? Fallen arches, arch enemies, lack of bladder control, loss of appetite, body odor, and an advanced desire to take dangerous risks. Still want the prescription? Sure, sounds like fun. Here you go. Next, I'll try the mediation room. I want it. Can't have it. 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 Of course you know this means war. Not in there. Maybe he's in the meditation room. Arnie? Arnie, is that you? Oh, hello, Mr. Bell. I didn't see you come in. What are you doing here in the meditation room, Arnie? I'm preparing for my trapeze act, Mr. Bell. What do you think I'm doing in the meditation room? I'm meditating. Oh, what are you meditating about? Well, Mr. Bell, I have to come to grips with some bad news. I just found out. Bad news, huh? Yes, very bad news, Mr. Bell. Would you like to share it with me, Arnie? Sure, sit down on your medication mat. Okay. Now you got to cross your legs in yoga style. I don't know if I can really do that. Sure you can. No, Mr. really, my legs I'll aren't designed for... Just push this over here. Ow. Ooh. 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 over Ooh. here. There. Comfy? No. Good. That means you're doing it right. Just tell me what the bad news is so I can sit in a chair like a normal person. All right, Mr. Bell, I... I went to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. And he had me lay down on the table. Mm-hmm. 
and he examined me, mm. and he told me, I'm not long for this world. Arnie? Yes, Mr. Bell? Can I sit in a chair? Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. Here, let me help you out. Oh, okay, oh, here, sit right here. Oh, oh. Okay, um, he said you were not long for this world. Yes, Mr. Bell, that's what he said. And this is this is true. You're not making this up. I wouldn't do that, Mr. Bell. And your doctor was being frank. George, actually. George, okay, whatever. Well, did he tell you how how long you've got? Yes, Mr. Bell. He did. He was quite specific. Well, how long have you got? Five foot one. How's that again? I'm five foot one, Mr. Bell. That's how long I've got. I'm not following. The average person on the planet is five foot six, Mr. Bell, and I'm only five foot one. That's how tall you are. Unless I'm laying down on a table, then that's how long I am. And I'm not long for this world, Mr. Bell. I'm short. So you're not dying. Dying? Dying what? My hair? No. My shirt? No. Early Easter eggs? Never mind. It doesn't matter. I'm... I'm sorry that you're not long for this world. I'm thinking of getting some escalator shoes. You do that, Arnie. And right now I'd like to present a new feature here on the show. Ooh, that might cheer me up. It's sort of a short subject. <laughs> oh, short oh. subject. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Arnie. I, I didn't mean... Okay, everybody. Here is our first presentation of Existential Theater. And now, Existential Theater presents... The experiment. Did somebody here call a policeman? Yeah, that'd be us. We certainly did. I'm here to assist. Thank you, Constable. Inspector. Inspector Bottom. I don't think that would be wise. We could get pinched. That is my name, Inspector Bottom. Oh, I see. Harold Bottom. I'm not pursuing that one. That would be wise. What seems to be the problem here? Well, we're students at university. I can't arrest you for that. That's a relief. The problem isn't with us. The problem is with our teacher, who is in his office here. Well, let us go inside and see what the problem is. Oh, you see, that's part of the problem. We can't go in. The door is locked. From the inside. Oh, dear. Is your teacher... Ill? Yes. Now. Maybe worse. Are you saying he's dead? Yes. Now. Well, which is it then? Is he dead or alive? Uh, both. And either. Perhaps we should start at the beginning. Your names, please. I'm Charlie. And he's Bruce. And the teacher who may or may not be dead in the office? That's Dr. Dinger. Dr. Dinger. His first name is Schroeder. Schroeder, you say? Hmm. Does he play a small piano? On occasion. So this Dr. Schroeder Dinger is in this office. Oh, no one calls him Schroeder. Everybody calls him Schro. Yes, yes, but he is in this office. Yeah, we saw him lock himself in. It's all part of an experiment. Perhaps you should describe this experiment. Dr. Dinger told us to come here and find a cat. Why would he want you to find a cat? He's deathly allergic to cats. If a cat scratched him, it could be curtains for him. But if the cat scratches the curtains, he's okay. What did he have you do? with this cat. We threw it in the office. Before he arrived. Before the cat arrived. Before Dr. Dinger arrived. So when Dr. Dinger arrived, the cat was already in his office. That's correct. You've got it. So what transpired when Dr. Dinger got here? He locked himself in the office. With the cat. 
Yes! That he's deathly allergic to. Yes! And he knew the cat was already in there. Exactly. Now you got it. Why would he do that? Well, according to existential quantum theory, if he's in there with the cat that could kill him, he could either be alive or dead. Meaning by our perspective, he's both. Alive and dead. Yes. yes. At the same time. He wanted to experience what it was like to be alive and dead at the same time. Quantumly speaking. Have you tried getting in contact with Dr. Schrodinger? Yeah, both him and his cat. I just dialed him up. Listen, you can hear it ringing inside. He's not answering, therefore he may be ill or dead. Not necessarily. It could be he's not answering because he doesn't want us to know that he's alive. Therefore, he is still both alive and dead at the same time. Quantumly speaking. It could be that the cat jumped on him, scratched him, and he croaked. Or it could be that he got fed up with the cat, smacked the cat in the head with a poker, and the cat has croaked. Or it could be that the cat jumped on him, scratched him, then he grabbed the poker, hit the cat, and they're both dead. Or they could be both in there watching TV. It's really quite simple. How long does he plan to stay in this locked office? Well, that kind of depends on his condition. If he's still alive, he may get hungry eventually. If not, he could be in there for quite a while. Unless the cat eats him. I must break down the door and see what's happening. Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. You've got no probable cause. Probable cause? We're law students as well as existential students. That's just my luck. So you can't break in there unless you know he's in trouble. But he could be dead. He is dead. And alive. Quantumly speaking. Why do you keep saying that? Because it's 40% of our semester grade. We hope he gives us an A on our papers. Even if it's Posthumously. Which it is. And is it. At, at the, the same, same time. time. Enough of this foolishness. I'm going to break down this door. No. no, no let go of me. No, I must break it. I, you. That is all the commotion out here. Dr. Dinger. You're only alive. Yeah, yeah. I had to cancel the experiment. But why? Because the cat you put in my office is a dog. Oh, oh yeah. right. We couldn't find a cat. Right, so we got your dog instead. Well, where did you find this dog? Uh, it was one of uh, Dr. Pavlov's dogs. That would explain all the drooling every time the phone rang. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry about that. It would appear I'm not needed any longer. I'm going back to the station. Yeah, I guess we better be toddling along, too. Right, we got a paper to write. Wait, before you go, could you do me a favor? I suppose so. All righty. Could you fetch? my notes from my desk over there. They're covered with dog drool and I'd rather not touch them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're uh, glad to. Uh, come on. Right, we'll just sketch a notes here. Yeah? Let's see. Uh... uh, Dr. Dinger? Hello? The uh, door seems to have gotten locked here. Well, we can't seem to get out, Doctor. Well, it seems we're trapped in here. Oh, this is your bloody fault. He won't know the difference between a cat and a dog. Well, you're the one who kept saying we should call him, and look, the dog drooled all over the place. I ought to kill you. And I ought to kill you. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Does this mean we're both alive, alive and, and dead, dead at, at the, the same, same time? time? You might get a good grade out of this after all. I'll start typing up the notes. I'll type. You're dead. So are you. Am not. Am too. Am too. You have been listening to Existential Theater. Or not. Well, that was interesting. But look at the dog drool all over the place. Hugo! Hugo the janitor! I'm coming! I'm coming, Mr. Bell! I'm right here! Do you think you could clean this up before... Mr. Bell, there's something I gotta tell you. 
I went to the doctor just a little while ago, and he says I'm gonna croak. Oh, really? No, way to stop it, Mr. Bell. All right, all right. How long have you got? I've got five. Five what? Months, weeks, days? Four, three, oh, for two, one. All right. All right, Hugo. I release you from your job, if you can still hear me. Hugo, I better go get a mop to clean up this drool. Hugo's and the dog's. Hello, Clinton of Comedy Forecast. Sorry, I had to put you on hold there for a second, but I got interrupted. What were you saying? Oh, I'm sorry, Hugh. I already gave that position to someone on my staff. Turns out they were excited about the idea of beaming to Alpha Centauri to be the subject of an alien autopsy. I love it! Ah, Danny Hillcrest gets all the breaks. Well, the only thing I can say to that is, you've been listening to Bells in the Bat Free, episode 181, copyright 2018, by John Bell, creator. See, whatever the heck that means anyway. And if anyone has any jobs available out there, give me a call. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.